Hi ladies, welcome back to the Growing With Joe podcast or welcome if you're new. I'm your host Johanna. You guys, this week has been crazy. It was the most hectic week I've ever had. <laughs> so if you're new or if you hadn't watched last week's episode, I did just turn 20 years old. The episode is called 20 Things I've Learned in 20 Years. If you want to go check that one out when you're done with this one. But I had a lot of good and bad things happen last week. I'll start off with the good news first. So last week I did a really exciting modeling photo shoot for a swimwear brand. I actually did the photo shoot on the morning of my birthday. So it was like a really eventful day. I had to get up at like six in the morning and be there by 10 because I always take so long to get ready. So I was up very early and my entire day was filled up. But it was so much fun. All of the girls there were like really sweet. The studio was like really big and cute. They had every prop you could think of. Um, and the pictures were New Year's themed. So I can't give too much away since the line isn't released yet, but I had an amazing time and I can't wait to get the photos back. The brand is Sivia Swim, which I will have their Instagram linked in the show notes for you guys if you wanna check them out. All of their swimsuits are really good quality and I'm obsessed with the brand because they promote body positivity and none of their photos are retouched, which is rare to see aside from Aerie and I really, really like that. They're super inclusive and I just had so much fun working with them. I felt very comfortable in a bikini getting my pictures taken, which I don't always feel that way because everyone there was just super supportive and welcoming and I just felt very like empowered being there. So definitely go check them out. This is not sponsored by them at all. I just really like the brand. The owner is super sweet and it's located in my city, Pittsburgh. So if you wanna go support her, definitely go check her out. I can't wait to work with them in the future. But on the downside, I had a few bad events take place last week as well. <laughs> For one, I did fail one of my college finals. I still passed the class, but I just absolutely bombed the test. I think it's because I had so much going on last week and just not enough time to study. I was working a lot and doing things for my birthday and also doing that photo shoot on top of that. So I did not do well at all. I should have prioritized that test more, but I was just feeling really burnt out. My birthday is always on the week of finals since it's right before winter break. And it's always a really hectic week for me. And also last week, <laughs> to top it off, my car decided to break down and it's currently in the shop. We were literally on the way to my birthday dinner and my car broke down and needed to be towed. Um, so that's great, but I'm not gonna let these things get me down and ruin my birthday. I still had an amazing time Sometimes you just have to take a couple L's and keep pushing But the reason that I'm saying this is because I want to promote realness on my podcast Although I had a great birthday and it seemed like picture-perfect on my social media This is me reminding you that social media is just a highlight reel you don't always see what's going on behind the scenes. My life is definitely like not perfect whatsoever. You didn't see me posting pictures of my car being towed by AAA or oh, if AAA, if you're listening to this, sponsor me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But you didn't see me posting pictures of me failing that test. You only see me posting like behind the scenes of my photo shoot and a birthday post on Instagram. So yeah, if you're struggling with comparison on social media, I just wanted to be the first one to say that like nobody's life is perfect and we all fail sometimes or have bad things happen to us and you don't always see that online. That's why I love this podcast because I can just come on here and 
be my authentic self. I don't have to worry about likes, comments, getting all dressed up, doing my makeup, being aesthetic. I can literally just sit here and share advice to those of you willing to listen. Like I'm literally sitting here with rosemary oil in my hair. Like my hair is like doused in oil right now. And I'm sitting in my little office with like a face mask on as well. Like <laughs> you guys should see me right now. Like I, I look kind of crazy, but it's okay. I just wanted to promote realness and kind of get that out there. So before we get into today's topic, I'm going to do the weekly favorite. You guys already know, or if you don't know and you're new to the podcast, <laughs> in the beginning of each episode, I share something that I'm currently loving, whether it be a food, product, activity, literally anything. So as some of you know, I'm going to LA soon and I just bought a bunch of travel essentials on Amazon for my suitcase and I love all of them. So the first thing that I got was a two pack of travel perfume bottles and I like them so much because they're the perfect size. And I remember the last time I was at the airport, my suitcase was so close to being over the weight limit. I'm not even kidding. I think it was like three pounds off. Um, and it was because I brought so many things that were full size. Like I brought a full size glass perfume bottle. Obviously that's gonna be very heavy. A full size thing of toothpaste hairspray, lotion, and I was like, okay, you need to invest in a bunch of like travel-sized bottles, just like cheap ones, you know what I mean? So I got a bunch of those and I love the mini perfume bottles because not only is it lighter weight, you also don't have to worry as much about it being broken or lost. Like if you wear expensive perfume like myself, you know that they come in glass bottles and TSA does not care about your luggage and will throw your suitcase around and it's so nerve-wracking that they're going to break. So if you have the mini plastic ones and bring smaller amounts instead of the whole bottle, you don't have to worry as much if they do break or if your luggage is lost for some reason because you'll still have the rest at home. And I like that it comes in a two-pack so that you can bring two different scents and have a variety. So yeah, I'm loving those. I also bought a mini jewelry case for my suitcase. Um... You can probably tell by what I'm going to say that like I've done everything wrong when I've traveled and I'm just learning from it. But the last time I traveled, I brought a bunch of like necklaces, earrings and rings and I brought them in like a little bag. But half of my necklaces got tangled into a giant knot and it took me forever to organize them and like pull them apart. So I love the jewelry case that I bought. It has ring holders, room for necklaces and earrings and it's just super convenient and I can't wait to use it and be way more organized than I was the last time. I already put all my jewelry in it and I love it. But I also bought reusable shoe bags to put your shoes in so that they don't get your clothes dirty. And the last thing I bought was a two pack of laundry bags. They're super cute. They say wash, dry, fold, repeat on them. And I just feel really like organized when I use them. It's so nice for when you're packing to go home and you can just like put all your dirty clothes in the bag and just throw it in the wash when you get home. You don't have to like sort through everything when you get home because who wants to do that? That's like the last thing you want to do when you're tired and jet lagged. Like you just want to like throw everything in the wash and be done. Um, I'm really big on being organized when it comes to traveling. Like everything in my suitcase has to be a certain way so that I know where it is, especially since TSA is really rough with your luggage. There have been times where I opened my suitcase and it looked like it went through a tornado. I'm not even kidding. Just things everywhere, all over the place. 
So I always put things in bags or cases now and it's just way, way better. But yeah, all of the things that I mentioned are in my Amazon storefront under the travel essentials tab. So if you travel a lot and you feel like you need one of the products that I mentioned, I will have it linked in the show notes for you guys. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say. I apologize. That was like the longest intro of all time. I appreciate you guys if you listened all the way through, but we're finally going to get into today's topic. So today's episode is going to be short and sweet. I'm going to be talking about revenge and why you shouldn't seek it out. So I'm sure we can all think of a time in our lives where someone we know hurt us like very deeply and this might be a recent event that happened in your life and your first instinct might be to get your lick back or wish the worst for that person or seek revenge. And I'm going to be talking about why we should not engage in those toxic dynamics and how seeking revenge is actually hurting you more than it's helping you. You might have heard the saying like hurt people hurt people. And that applies perfectly for this topic today. If somebody has hurt you, it's most likely because they're hurting themselves. And instead of getting help or changing their toxic behavior, they project that onto you. And this is not me making excuses for that person. I'm just saying that the cycle should end with you. If someone hurts you, your quote unquote revenge should be moving on, healing, doing better, and letting that person live with the consequences of their own actions, not just stooping to that person's level. And believe me, I know that it's not easy. I'm a Sagittarius and we are very loyal and protective people. If you're someone who's very loyal like myself, you might have a hard time understanding why people do the hurtful things that they do. It might be hard to grasp why not everyone has pure intentions and why people don't have a heart as big as you do. And I'm not going to sit here and act like a saint. There was definitely a time period in my life where I engaged in toxic behaviors and it was a priority for me to get revenge because it temporarily made me feel good but I learned that it wasn't benefiting me in any way like what good is it doing for you to have so much hatred in your heart and spend all of your time and energy trying to get the last laugh or make that person feel as bad as they made you feel as you grow and mature you will learn that it just like simply isn't worth it In my opinion, a healed and mature person does not engage in toxic behavior and instead of seeking revenge, they just move on with their lives and do better. If you're also being toxic and constantly seeking revenge, being petty, posting subliminals, wishing the worst for that person, you are going to attract toxic people and toxic behavior into your life. The cycle is just going to continue for you. You need to heal yourself in order to have healthy relationships in your life. If someone has hurt you really badly, I would suggest focusing on yourself. Block that person. Block their number, their social media. Go to therapy and focus on healing yourself. Read books and listen to podcasts that have to do with healing and become the best version of yourself that you can be. I would consider myself a healed person now. But two years ago, when I was spending all of my energy trying to get back at a certain person, I think to myself, like, you could have spent all of that time and energy working on yourself and improving yourself, but you wasted that time on someone that didn't even deserve you in the first place. And I can't get that time back now. And this was something that I needed to hear two years ago. And I hope that if you're in the same boat that I was in the past, you can take my advice and learn from my mistakes. 
So I'm going to be talking about why revenge is just pointless and how you can move on from certain situations. The first reason is that when you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Simple as that. If you're always entertaining drama, toxic people, toxic relationships, this is going to do nothing but drain you. You might have won the argument, but how else are you winning? Are you doing anything productive with your time? All of that time and energy spent on arguing with that person and planning how you're going to get back at them could be spent working on yourself. You could have used that time going to the gym and improving your health, reading books and educating yourself, working and making money. But instead, you're completely wasting your time and energy on someone that most likely doesn't deserve to be in your life in the first place. Someone that truly loves and cares about you would not intentionally go out of their way to hurt you or betray you, whatever the situation is. So ask yourself, why are you wasting even more time on this person than you already have? The best solution is to completely cut this person out and do better. When you are high vibrational, you will attract high vibrational things or people. Whereas if you have low vibrational energy and you're always toxic and negative, etc., you're going to attract low vibrational people or things in your life. So it's important to end the cycle with you and stop entertaining people that bring no value to your life. I strongly believe that you receive what you put out in the world. Simple as that. The second reason is that revenge doesn't change anything in the long run if you think about it. It doesn't go back in time and erase what the person did. That person still did what they did to you. And although revenge might feel good temporarily, it doesn't erase the pain that you're feeling unless you decide to heal yourself and move on. Like it might be an ego boost for a day or a week that you made that person feel how you felt, but it's not solving the actual problem. If anything, it's making things worse. And you're eventually going to go back to that state of feeling broken and upset if you choose not to heal yourself. You fighting fire with fire is just going to make the fire worse, right? Like we've all heard that saying. So let's say, I don't know, your your boyfriend broke up with you and you slashed his tires. Okay, you might feel like so great that day, like you're getting the last laugh, haha, whatever. But then a week later, you're still going to feel like crap. You know, you're still going to be upset that he dumped you or cheated on you or whatever the situation is. You still have to heal yourself a week later. You know, like that's not going away, that pain, that trauma that you're experiencing. So it's important to just heal yourself and move on. Why make the situation worse than it already is? You're better than that. The third reason, and this is my biggest one in my opinion, I think this one is very important. It's that by getting revenge, you are allowing that person to take control over your emotions. Weak people tend to act irrationally out of the surge of their emotions while strong people think before they act. And by not seeking revenge, it doesn't mean that you allow people to walk all over you. It means that you are strong enough to not let a fragile ego make your decisions for you. When a person has complete control over your emotions, they have control over you as a person. They have control over you completely. Learning how to have control over your emotions and avoiding acting irrationally is really, really important. Some of my suggestions for controlling your emotions are taking a break. If you're in an argument with someone over text or in person, I would recommend turning off your phone or removing yourself from that situation. This gives you time to cool off and 
think clearly before you say or do something out of anger that you don't want to do. The second thing that I would recommend is becoming less reactive by thinking things through. Um, I would really recommend taking time to process your emotions before becoming reactive and doing something out of anger. As tempting as it is to seek revenge, becoming less reactive and having control over your emotions is emotionally intelligent. And you really don't need to do all of that, which leads me to my next reason, which is that karma takes care of people for you. You don't have to do anything. I am a firm believer in karma, and I think that what goes around comes around in life. Like I said before, um, the law of attraction. If you're a good person and you're doing good things, good things will come back to you. Whereas if you're toxic and you're constantly hurting others, that's going to come back to you as well. I think there's bad karma and there's good karma. If you're a good person and you're nice to others and you have pure intentions, those good things will be rewarded to you in one way or another. And I also believe that if you're a bad person and you're hurting others and you have bad intentions, that will come back around to you eventually as well. And I think with revenge, you don't need to seek it out because that person will have that karma eventually and hopefully learn their lesson in the long run. It's not your job to hurt people back. It's not your job to fix people. And it's not your job to teach people how to treat you correctly. All you can do is simply let go of that person let them live their life as you would yours. And unfortunately, that person will have to face the consequences themselves of their own karma or them not having the privilege of being in your life anymore and having access to you and your energy. So how do you let go of this person exactly? The first step is to not think about them. And I know this is way easier said than done, especially if this person has been involved in your life for a very long time or if they were special to you at one point, but you need to cut off all contact with this person. Stop checking their social media to see what they're doing all the time. Like actually stop looking, block them and do not contact them again and focus on yourself. Become the best version of yourself that you can be. Your only focus should be yourself. Literally have tunnel vision on that. Focus on healing. Focus on progressing. Focus on moving forward. When you put all of your focus on negative people or negative situations, you bring yourself down in the process. If your only focus is the person that hurt you and what they're doing all the time, you're going to lose yourself in that process. Like I said before, the best revenge is moving on thriving, being successful, and being happy. People hate seeing other people happy when they've hurt them. Getting revenge is going to do nothing beneficial for you, and it's not going to heal the pain in your heart. By focusing on yourself and becoming the best version of yourself, you will radiate high energy. Once that person no longer has access to you and sees you happy and doing well, that is when you get your revenge. Them seeing what they missed out on them no longer having access to you. Having hate in your heart isn't going to fix the issue you're facing and it's up to you whether you choose to heal or continue the toxic patterns. I promise it feels so much better to be happy rather than to make someone feel as bad as they made you feel. It's so much better to say, you know, after they did that to me, I, I moved on, I went to therapy, I focused on myself and I got my dream job and I'm in a happy relationship now, whatever. 
Instead of saying, yeah, I spent five years getting revenge and I, I got them fired from their job and I spray painted their car and I vandalized their house or whatever. You're winning when you move on and become happy, not when you waste your life making someone else miserable. So that's all I had to say about this topic. I really hoped you guys liked this episode. That's going to be it for today. Um, like I said before, this is a short and sweet one. I hope this advice was really helpful for all of you listening. If you liked today's episode, I would appreciate it so, so much if you guys followed the podcast, left a rating, and turned on the notification bell so that you guys know when I post next. I would also appreciate it if you shared this podcast with a friend or a loved one, someone who you think might need to hear this episode, someone who's also going through this. And my social media will be linked in the show notes below if you guys want to follow me. I love when you guys DM me episode requests and give me feedback. I've had a couple of you DM me and ask me like certain topics to talk about. And you've just said great things about um, my podcast and I appreciate it so, so much. I can't believe like this many people are even streaming my podcast. It's crazy. Like this is just insane. Um, I truly believe like not to go on a ram, like I don't want to ramble on forever, but I, I feel like I manifested this. I, I started this podcast and I was like, you know, I'm going to stick with it. This is something that I really want to do. I like sharing advice and I, I truly think people will want to hear what I have to say and they'll really like what I talk about and hearing that from you guys like actually means the world. I'm not even kidding. Um, so I don't want to go on forever, but I just wanted to say thank you. That's pretty much it. Um, yeah, thank you for listening and I will see you guys next week. Bye.